Welcome to the Become Limitless podcast. All right, welcome back to the Become Limitless podcast. This week's episode, I'm going to cover how doing a 30-day, we'll call it a challenge, where I, I just didn't drink for 30 days. I didn't have any alcohol for 30 days, and I wanted to see what benefits I got from doing that for 30 days for a month, and how it turned into forever like i haven't had a drink of alcohol since that time and i don't even feel like i'm um even pushed towards it like i even i can't even get pushed towards it like social pressure and peer pressure and um, all those things like family saying well you can have a drink get have a drink get have a drink and friends what, why don't you drink why don't you drink? ask the question and I, i've never even thought like I know I struggle with sugar and stuff like that, and if someone offers me there and go, oh, come on, have someone, I'll, I'll cave, boom, straight away. Proper addiction there. But when it comes to alcohol, and I don't know what the difference is, maybe it's because it hurts so much, and I remember I, can, I really focus on that part of it, but for me to stop drinking wasn't that difficult. It wasn't that hard. I enjoyed drinking. I, I love drinking, going out with friends and family and having drinks and stuff like that. I loved having a drink or two with my brother and things like that, but as I've grown or whatever the case may be, (laughs) level myself up, become limitless, the need for drinking just was getting further and further away from my, like, priorities. Like, why do I want to drink? And so I just wanted to share a little bit of how it happened, why I continued on and just didn't keep drinking. Like, I I went, oh, I've done a 30-day challenge, I'll go back to drinking again. And just a couple little things um i'm I'm gonna cover the benefits i know we'll just go over the benefits because you know there's benefits not drinking because obviously alcohol is a toxin it is toxic to the body it permeates through all membranes in the body so anywhere it can get to it is killing off cells it's toxic to the body especially in your liver where you metabolize a lot of your alcohol so there are going to be some benefits obviously to not doing it so yeah i wanted to cover those benefits i just wanted to cover my little spiel on how I got into the 30 day no ch- no drinking challenge um, little cues that helped me clues sorry that helped me um, really come to this conclusion of not wanting to drink anymore and finding like why why am I putting this why am I spending the money on this toxic substance to put in my body what are the benefits what am I getting out of this what and that's what I weighed up the pros and cons pretty much so without further ado let's get into it so how it happened I was sick of feeling rubbish after drinking, like for the day after, the two days after, and obviously the older I get, the longer that period was going to start to draw out after you um, have a good night on the alcohol. That means like the hunger, the hangovers and the suboptimal performance in my body and brain. So obviously you're going to get a performance hit and a in your, in your physical performance and your mental performance as well. So And I, I was getting sick of that. Like I'm like, why am I, why am I putting myself through this for what gain? And that's where I started to obviously weigh up those pros and cons. Um, I looked at the reasons why I drank. I, I realized a lot of the reasons why I drank, I didn't need to drink. Like, what was I drinking anyway? So, social, to be social. So, that's a whole, that's a whole fallacy, I'd call it, where you go out and you have to be social and drink. You have to have a drink with your family. You go to your, over to your family, they're drinking, you drink, because it's a social thing. Just like, Smoking, well, a lot of people do that. They smoke socially because everyone else is smoking. They'll have a cigarette. Drinking is definitely even worse than smoking because I know a lot of people that won't smoke around other people because it's not social for them. It's yuck, it's disgusting. 
Yeah, but it's the same thing. It's toxic just like drinking is. So I'm really bamboozled to why people struggle to not socially drink. Like some people say, oh, I'm not going to drink tonight. And the next thing you know, they're 20 drinks in and can't walk straight. Like it's crazy, the social pressure, peer pressure that you get from people. It was very interesting because then I thought, well, why are they pressuring me into drinking? Why do they want me to drink? What's the case there? And you realize it's been programmed for how long? Your parents drunk. Your parents were drinking when you were at your birthdays. They were drinking, well, then their parents would be doing this before that, then probably their parents before that as well. So it's programmed. That that's what happens. And as soon as you don't do something that's supposed to happen and supposed to occur like that, then of course there's going to be start questions. There's going to be start asked. And when I thought about it like that, I went, well, hang on a second. I, I did. I, I thought about it and went, you know what? Bugger off. I don't want to talk to you. Why are you asking me whether I can drink? Why am I not drinking? What's going on? What is something wrong? What? You know, all these questions that start popping up when you don't drink um, because I'm not being social. Then how come you're not being social? That's not very polite. Hang on a second. You want me to drink because it's polite. All these things popped up and I was like, well, I realize that that's part of, that's part of who they are, whoever the person was. And it was really, it was really um, eye-opening for myself to realize that how ingrained it is into people to drink. And so I have not been ingraining that into my kids as much as possible they can drink if they want to drink i will not stop them drinking obviously after the age of 18 in australia um but yeah they can drink if they want to they can choose to drink but i'm not going to instill the program that they have to because i believe that's very limiting to being instilled in them in you to you have to drink at a social gathering with family and friends to be polite which is crazy if you think if I think about it more and more and more I think about it it's it's craziness to think of it like that so as soon as I did that I went okay no I can be sociable without drinking I can do all these things without drinking I can be polite without drinking and I started to unwind this program that was going on in my brain the taste did I enjoy the drinks that I was drinking so I, I, I had a beer or two you know I, I didn't mind the taste of beer I very I really really enjoyed funny enough mixes and mixes are when you make mix soft drink or soda from whatever part of the world you are in with a alcohol. And was I enjoying the alcohol or was I enjoying the sugar? Which the more and more I uncover myself and look deep deep into myself and find out what's going on, it's the sugar. It was a sugar all the way. I didn't actually enjoy drinking alcohol. I enjoyed the sugar that I was getting from it. So I then went, well, hang on a second. I don't actually enjoy the alcohol. Why am I drinking this? Don't. So I started stopping. So after weighing up all these things, these pros and cons, where the cons being exponential, we'll go over them later, the cons, but they're, they're pretty bad. So, <laughs> um, and then the cons were like, and then the, sorry, the pros were like, well, I don't really have any pros to be, there's no real pros. Like being drunk off your face and having that numbing feeling I didn't need because I, f I feel good myself and I know a lot of people use it as a coping mechanism and obviously that's how alcoholics how it happens with alcoholics they use it as a numbing effect they feel like rubbish they drink until they get rid of that feeling and obviously the more and more they do it the more and more their body tolerates it the more and more they alcohol they need to obviously get that numbing effect same with drugs so that's why they become addictive substances now now I started my 30 day challenge of not drinking and the first clue they gave me that I really didn't need alcohol anymore was that I didn't miss it I did not miss drinking not even the slightest bit did I miss drinking like having a wine or a beer at night I didn't miss that at all not even the slightest 
didn't 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 even occur to me like I don't have beer in the fridge or anything like that so I, I just didn't miss it uh, it also helps that my partner doesn't drink as well so that was always handy plus at that point in time being pregnant and things like that can't drink so she was drinking which made it a lot easier I can assume I can imagine how much harder it would be trying to do this if you had a partner that you were with who was like well, why aren't you having to drink with me like it'd be constant at you but for me it didn't I didn't miss drinking because it wasn't it wasn't something we just did now, clue number two I didn't cave into the peer pressure that 30 days and I didn't even feel like I was going to like I didn't feel like oh I was on the edge I was on the precipice of having a drink and there's a lot of peer pressure um and it and it will if you try to do this there is going to be a lot of peer pressure from your friends and family to have a drink and stick with it if you want to do this properly stick with it don't don't let them anyone tell you how you want to live your life again that's that power and take power of yourself and yeah and realize that it's not a nasty thing people aren't saying this to be nasty it's the programs are running in their brain from ages ago when they're child being a child watching their parents this all runs from subconscious they're not consciously thinking that this is a bad or sabotaging thing to say to you you might take it as an I'm, I'm trying not to drink here why are you pushing me into drinking well they're they're realizing this is going against their programs so they're going to say something they're going to ask why aren't you drinking why aren't you having a drink come on have a drink what are you doing don't be sook have a drink because this is all things that have been said about other people that don't drink around them and people need to drink have a drink that's what they, that's what they've been programmed to do so don't take it personally just remember that other people that's more of a reflection on them going you go hang on a second you really think I need to drink to have fun or really think I need a drink to have me social around you guys? And if that's the case, then it's on them, not you. So remember, all that peer pressure, it's basically on them, not you. You've made a decision to do something, you go through with it. Clue number three, I felt amazing from pretty much day one of not drinking anymore. I felt pretty good. I felt good about myself making the decision not to drink for 30 days. I felt pretty good mentally and physically. I didn't need to sleep in as much anymore i wasn't feeling fatigued as much as well uh, there was no recovery of sluggishness obviously the next day because i wasn't drinking so it's no like i didn't have the hangover of oh man i feel so seedy i feel so sick oh it's like hang on that's not a badge of honor that's your body trying to get rid of the toxin out of your system and the more i reframed those phrases that used to be badges of honor the more i realized it's like well holy dooly I'm destroying my body slowly but surely I am destroying my body I don't want to do that anymore especially because it's not worth like what am I getting out of the alcohol that's that's what I kept going back to those pros and cons clue number four the last clue I found myself being addicted to not drinking like at 30 days I was I was happy to go out and I was I was keen to tell people that I didn't no I don't drink I don't drink anymore no I don't drink alcohol and then the then it's funny because your friends start to ask questions which is awesome more questions the merrier because then I can start answering questions about why I don't drink and what's the purpose of you not drinking and do you like because I'll go on camping trips with guys of work and they're like you don't drink and now they don't ask the question why I don't drink they just go oh yeah Chris doesn't drink right right it's just become commonplace and that's what I got addicted to so like, hang on a second I can change the way people think too that you don't have to actually drink and I can tell just the people around you as well they start drinking a little bit less because you are the the five the average of the five people around you so for me not drinking i am bringing their drinking levels down and if that prolongs their life a certain amount at the end then i'm i'm, I'm happy that that's a, a side effect of me not drinking around them so 
that's that's another little clue. I got really addicted to not drinking around people. I'm like really addicted to just being able to share my story. And get, like, I really feel really good not drinking. Like really good, like stupidly good not drinking. I felt so sharp. I feel so awake. I feel so physically like amped up. I physically superior than what I was before. So it made a massive difference in my life. Just doing the 30 days. That's why I turned into forever for me. But now let's, let's just go over the... The benefits of quitting and obviously the side effects of not quitting which obviously are to and fro in this now i i believe that sleep drinking adequate water have massive effects on your body and what does alcohol do alcohol doesn't let you sleep better that's a myth that doesn't make you go to sleep better you do not get better quality sleep for it's realistically you don't get recovery you don't get to recover in your sleep you're constantly in this really light state of sleep. You might not be able to wake up because you're passed out, but you're in a light state of sleep. You actually aren't getting good quality sleep and you need good quality sleep, obviously, for a whole host of things. If you want to know more about that, go check out my other episode on sleeping. It'll explain all that and how to get better sleep and why we sleep. And alcohol obviously completely destroys that whole sleep cycle. And that's why we have a lot of people struggling to sleep properly as well. So you mix it with caffeine, caffeine um, beverages mixed with alcohol, you've got a cocktail of nasty for sleeping. And obviously, water. You're dehydrating yourself as well. You're made up of 60% water, and then you're going to go dehydrate yourself? You can see how much of a performance hit and how bad that is for your whole body if you aren't hydrated. So, first one, first benefit of quitting is you're staying hydrated longer, obviously increasing performance and obviously not hurting your body as much and you're also getting better sleep you're getting better quality sleep and obviously with better sleep and better hydration you're going to have a healthier weight and a healthier body full stop so alcohol also interferes your immune system as well so you're going to be healthier in that regard too it actually prevents the immune system from producing enough white blood cells to fend off any invaders so white blood cells are what obviously attack your germs and all those infections that happen in the body. So that's what white blood cells are um, designed to do. And you interfere with how much white blood cells you can make by drinking alcohol. So there's obvious a chance that you could get sick more by drinking with drinking and obviously increase your ability to respond to these sicknesses if you stop drinking. I find myself being healthier straight away. Like I felt like I actually, now I think about it, I didn't get as sick as much. I can guarantee I didn't get as sick as much. I don't get sick very often, but stopping alcohol, poof, got even better again. That's another side effect. Now the healthier weight, because alcohol is made up of a lot of different things, you can drink the low carb alcohols and those kind of things, but it stuffs with your metabolism and your metabolism allows you to maintain a healthy weight, maintain a whole host of different things in your body and the alcohol does stuff with your metabolism. So it's very important that you be aware that this is what's happening in your body when you're drinking. Yes, it might feel good and you're having fun and all these kind of things and your brain switched off and all that kind of stuff. You can also do that meditation. If you try meditation, you can switch your brain off and have lots of fun doing that too. Or you can just learn to have fun without drinking. It, it is not hard at all. So it's very important that we, we, we look at all these serious side effects of drinking. Again, you get... And then the next point I've got down here is enhanced nutrition levels. So alcohol depletes the body of many of the vital nutrients it has, nutrients you need. But interfere with the digestion, the storage, the utilization, and the excretion of nutrients in the body. 
it's stuffing with every step, step of the way when it comes to having nutrients in your body. So therefore, again, you're going to be healthier. Again, that's a healthy body. The sleeping, the dehydration, now the food, it's affecting everything. And you don't realize it. it might be little bits. It might only be little bits. But over time, it adds up to a lot. It adds up to a lot of things. Your body starts to break down. Your body is a very adaptive machine. And obviously, it can adapt really well. It can start getting these toxins. It can, it can adapt to the nutrient deficiencies you can have here and the sleep deprivation here to the recovery phases. And the dehydration, it can adapt to a little bit. But to a certain extent, it can only go to do so much. And then again, it's going to start to break down. Which leads me to my next point. Alcohol is a carcinogen. It, the benefit is you're not drinking a carcinogen. You're not consuming a carcinogen. It's a known carcinogen. And obviously, um, I'm going to give a definition of what carcinogen is now, just for the people that don't know. And I actually looked it up. I knew a carcinogen was to do with cancer. It had something to do with cancer. But the definition for a carcinogen is a substance capable of causing cancer in living tissue and alcohol is classified under that and I think I know why because like you look at it as I said just before it's a slow process over amount of time that your cells start to break down and start to mutate and start to fall apart because you're dehydrating your lack of sleep you're not recovering so your sleep deprivation your your nutrients is being um, depleted you're not getting the, the amount of nutrients you need in your body you're, you're depleting yourself there and all these things add up voila you get cancer so it's very important that we take a lot of this in consideration if we want us to keep drinking again the amount you drink how often you drink is a big contributor to a lot of things so obviously how much dehydration how much sleep deprivation how much nutrients you're losing in your body all add up in those situations so lots of different variables there you got to consider um next thing is better cognitive function so it should be plain and simple. When you drink, you lose your memory. If you drink enough, you can lose it completely for that night. And your thinking is why why people do it. Why people drink is to stop the thinking, stop the feeling embarrassed if you're gonna go out and dance on the dance floor. All those things you go out there, like, I can't dance without drinking, I can't. Oh, that person looks awesome. The whole beer goggles, the whole being completely blurred, your brain not functioning correctly. It's inhi inhibiting your brain from functioning correctly. So by stopping that, you are going to get better cognitive function. By stopping drinking, obviously, it's going to allow you to have better memory, because the whole purpose of alcohol is to of some sorry, not the whole purpose of alcohol to do that. <laughs> a side effect of drinking alcohol is loss of memory. So if you stop drinking, then your memory will get better. It will recover. Your memory will recover if you stop drinking. Other thing, your thinking, what you do during the day, what you want to do really well is then in, inhibited by this alcohol you drink at night so you can stop thinking later on. Well, that's that's counterintuitive. You want to be pumping the whole day. You want to be pumping the whole day. You want to be mentally at your peak performance during the day when you're trying to become limitless. And then you go and drink at night or drink on the weekends to numb that thing, thinking that you've been trying to train your brain to do. I know that a lot of people do this, but there's a lot of healthier ways like meditating to control and you control when you want to think and you control when you want to shut that thinking off and relax and sleep and meditate and do all of those things that you want to do and just have some downtime. You control that, not letting a substance outside yourself do that. In this care case, alcohol. And that's some of the benefits and obviously reasons why you don't want to drink alcohol. There's those there. So 
And I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, you are crazy. How can you not drink? It is so much fun to go out and drink, have fun, have a couple social drinks with your friends. You can, you really feel included. And I know it's a lot of, a lot of, a, a lot of it is a social belonging to a group. But from my experience, you don't need to drink to be, to belong to the group. If you've got true friends, they really, they'll give you a hard time to start with. They will, because they're good, they're true friends. That's what they're going to do. But you're going to be able to sit there and go, okay, yeah, no, that's all right. They can give me a hard time and they realize where it's coming from. And it's probably coming from a, like, a, you know, you, you should, like, you should have a drink, you know, and it's coming from a place of a subconscious program that's running that you have to drink. And eventually they'll just see it as that's you. You are a person that doesn't drink and you're still part of the group. You can still function in the group. So don't feel like it's a pressure in that regard that you're not going to belong to a group or they're going to kick you out because you don't drink or they're not going to invite you to places because you don't drink. That isn't the case. If they are true friends and they're friends you uh, that do hold you in high regard and have value for you, they'll keep including you in all these, all these little things they want to do, all these outings, regardless of whether you drink or not. So don't let that happen. Don't let that get in your head. Don't let that be the story that tells you if you really don't want to drink, don't drink. Now that is the end of the episode. If you have any questions in this episode on some of the experiences I've had not drinking or any more information that you want, hit up the Facebook, personally message me on the Facebook, um, comment on Facebook if you wanted to. You also send a voice message to this um, Anchor as well via the um, Become Limitless homepage on Anchor. Send it through. Ask the questions. I'm very happy to answer any questions you have. If you like the episode, make sure you share it with all your friends and family and make sure you get on that Facebook page and give that a like and follow it. Also, get on our Instagram and follow along there too so you can keep up to date with what's happening in the Become Limitless community. Until next time, stay limitless.